0: Welcome to Fantasy Football with the Boys.
1: Alright, welcome to the Fantasy Football with the Boys Dynasty podcast. This is the second episode. It is Thursday, August 15th. Uh, with me, I have Dave Kittleman once again. Hey. I have, okay. <laughs> I have Hairline Bros again.
2: <laughs>
1: yep. And then we have a special guest from the league, John Getz.
2: Hello. All
1: right, there's everyone. Um, This one's gonna be kind of simple, just because we're gonna be going over trades again like we did last week, but there are a lot more trades to cover. Uh, But first, we're just gonna talk about stuff that's going on in the league, uh, league news slash drama. So over this week, we had uh, a bunch of hot takes going on about whether we should restart the league, trade limits, and stuff like that, just because of one of the trades that went down. Um, but, uh, trade limit. I kind of want to ask y'all about this. What do y'all even think about that? I feel like there should never be a trade limit. I, I do agree the trades are a bit insane, but that is fancy football. So, I don't know. I know, I can probably already guess what Cameron's guys say that he don't care because he traded probably already 20 times this year.
3: Um, a trade limit, I do not like. To me, trading is half the fun in fancy football. I solely believe that it's trading fancy football than watching the actual games. It's they go hand in hand. If there's no trading then I don't want to play in this league.
1: Ooh, I take. Alright, whatever. Yeah, uh I mean I was looking at the votes, right? It's actually three to four. Oh. Um kind of I can't see who uh picked what on the vote. computer. I didn't look at the computer right now. But um anyways, uh what do y'all think? Do y'all have any other opinions on it?
0: No, it's a uh, three to five,
1: three to five. Okay. Yeah. So do y'all have any opinions on it or no? I mean, I just feel like this it shouldn't happen.
2: I mean, I said it in the group chat uh, when we were talking about it. I, I basically said that like, if you limit the trades, um, not only are people not going to look at their teams as much because yeah, you don't have to check for trades cause you can only do a certain amount. Um, which will make people not pay attention to the league and updates and stuff like that. Um, but also trading gives the uh, teams that are not as good right now more of a chance in during the year to, you know, come back like Skinny Pete last year in our fantasy league. He <laughs> he made a real comeback with uh, the trades he made. So and actually ended up winning the championship. So Cow. And now it's
1: the complete opposite with this season. <clears so. right>. <laughs> um. <laughs> Almost worse than no. <clears throat> oh, uh, big puppy uh, win. That, that can't. It can't happen. No. Okay. Let's uh, let's just go over to the next topic. Um, I think we all kind of have our opinion on it. But we're uh, doing a draft. Okay. I understand the frustration. And me and my dad talked about it. And I think this is a good point. Because like all, like most of us, like for us, like for example, us for uh, Skinny Pete and uh, my dad, uh, Jay Hawker. Like we're all together a lot of times, so we can talk about this stuff. But. Uh, like, D-Sim is, like, he's in Kansas City by himself. He can't really talk to anyone, like, unless he's, like, he has to chat with them and stuff like that. So, I guess that kind of does put him at a disadvantage. But I think completely redoing the draft would be a bit too much. Um, I think we can agree with that. Uh, you just got to make moves. I mean, that's really what it is. If you want to get, like, if you want a better team, you just got to make the moves. You got to make the trades. And... I wouldn't say I sniped him. I kind of did. It's happened to me though, so like
0: Ah, ah. it's happened
1: to me twice, thanks to Cameron. Uh, So, yeah, but I mean, I think for me, I think it's just part of fantasy. And I've you can ask him. Like I've been trying to get Adam Thielen and Chris Carson for like five days before that trade, and I was kind of sending trades every day. I actually sent him a trade the night before that happened. So, I mean, but redoing a draft, especially after all the trades, the whole dynasty draft went on. And I understand that, like, if you want to draft later, that makes sense for a redraft league because, I mean, you only have one season. But with Dynasty, you're keeping these players. Like, the only thing that like, kind of makes a difference is Zeke and Melvin holding out. But that's not going to completely change their career from, like – like, it might change a little bit for this season, but it's not going to, like, change their complete, well, like, their complete career.
0: Well, like, with, with that, it could be – that could start something with all the other running backs because Le'Veon did it last year. Um, and you see it this year now with two of them. so
3: players.
0: yeah, uh, so the holdout thing might be a yearly thing now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not gonna be with them two though. Cause no, like, no, no. But I'm saying between players. other players. But that's
2: that's not gonna affect this year. When the draft was. Yeah. that's just. But what, what I'm
0: saying is, you like to deal with every year, there's gonna be somebody that's gonna hold out. It's just something you got to
1: deal with in fantasy. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like those two can't hold out all season. Zeke's going to get his deal. I think he definitely is. Melvin. I don't know. He's probably just going to end up signing whatever he's been given yeah. once it comes to a time. But I, cause I just don't think the Cowboys can do what they do with Zeke with the backups. While on the other hand, I think Chargers, just, they just have better backups. I don't care who. Tony Pollard does not compare to Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. Yeah. So, But um, anything else for y'all on that like subject or no?
3: Um, just want to let Devin know. Um, the trade was better. Your trade was okay. I don't want to accept it. And now Amari Cooper's hurt. I know it's not a big injury, but it could be. So I'm glad I didn't accept it. And um, your team sucks.
0: That was fire. That <laughs> hot take, hey,
1: dude. I'm loving these hot takes. Wait, on on Deb, when do y'all play? Do you know what week y'all play?
3: Week seven. I, I don't know. Oh,
0: it's going to be... I, it, I'm going to look forward to that's that That's going to be a heated Not even that. Action. I mean, week one is going to be heated. Devin's going to be here, so... Oh, true. Ooh, shoot, <laughs> They're going to be duking it out week one.
1: <laughs> okay, this is going to work. All right. Um. Okay, so... Excuse me. But, uh. okay, so I think we're done talking about anything. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I really don't week think... Week nine. Week nine y'all play? Mm-hmm. Okay, so...
0: Like well, just with that, I was just I was at work and I was like, didn't really make any sense. So it's kind of, you know, why?
1: I actually have one more thing to ask. Uh, so Cameron, you're willing to trade all your running backs right now?
3: There's a fire sale. Say and yes. All my running backs. Why not? I feel like
2: all of Cameron's players
3: are always on the trade and that, that is, is true. You so guys know that. Like I've, not, I've been vocal about. This. But
1: I thought you were trying to build up your running back core. And if you're doing that then why are
0: you Build them up selling sell them him, you know <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. see Cameron, <laughs> the thing with with melvin with his trading availability i mean most people most of us want to have a guy that can play right now that's why um i didn't really accept the offer that Gevin gave me like a week ago which is the one that i, I was going to accept but i didn't it was uh with uh melvin and Joe, Yeah, it was Melvin
1: and Joe Mixon for a 2021 first
0: in Saquon Barkley. And I didn't take it because of the fact that I just don't know with, with, with Melvin. And it's just kind of like me trading for Joe and Saquon. But um, I, would, I would just wait until the season goes on to trade Joe – or not Joe, uh, Melvin, because um just don't know. I, I mean, mean, yeah, his value is at an all-time
3: low right y- now. Yeah, so if I you're trading
2: train- him, you're getting the worst possible – value for
3: him whereas I mean, if you were to hold him unless I can finesse again unless
0: you just don't want the worry of this season it's, it's, it's dynasty so it's like he'll be here next year I don't think you're gonna be able
1: to finesse with Melvin because I think everybody knows what's going on trust me I tried to trade uh, Big Bobby Bueno, Melvin <laughs> for Robert Woods and his first and I didn't get that. So, if I can't get that, I doubt you're going to be able to get a finesse. Yeah, but... Um, so, unless... I mean, who knows, dude? Like, Everybody accepts your trades. So.
3: Like I said, anyone's, anyone on my team's on the auction block except Baker Mayfield and DK Metcalf.
1: Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, just wanted to ask you about that. Okay. So, we're going to go over the trades now. There were like seven to eight trades that happened within this last week. There's a uh, there's a, definitely a bunch of smaller ones, but there's a few big time trades. Uh so the first one I'm gonna go over, uh, another like first small one, is uh Dave Kittleman, Harley Sharp. Uh Dave Kittleman was able to get M V S Marquez Valdez gantling for Marquis, uh and he it got rid of Marquise Brown. I see it as a fair trade. They both have upside. Um I don't know. I I think this trade kinda balances out to be honest. But I don't know, what's y'all's take on it?
2: I mean, I think it's fair. I think Bailey tried to use the uh, Harley being a Ravens fan strategy. <laughs> and if he wanted
0: MVS, then it worked out for him.
3: Works every time.
0: Well, you kind of know how How it kind of went for Harley in the draft. She drafted uh, Elijah Holyfield, not Hollywood Brown. <laughs> uh, I don't know what pick that was. I think it was a pretty (laughs) early pick, but she drafted (laughs) Elijah Holyfield and. uh, (laughs) Who I think is now on the
2: waivers, by the way. Yeah. Who's always in the waivers.
0: But she finally got the person that she actually wanted, and um, I kind of wanted somebody that could play now, because Marquise, he may not be able to play by week one. They're saying he is back with the team, playing in team drills, but um, he still has that lingering issue with the. so hopefully he could be ready. But
1: all right, uh, sounds good. I said let's try to get uh, through these smaller trades a bit quicker, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so we can linger longer on the big ones. Uh, next one, a day later, uh, DJ Shark for Malcolm Brown. We have Dave Kittleman again and Raging Ginger. It makes sense. Well, okay, well, it makes sense for Raging Ginger just because he has Todd Gurley now, and I think you're you just want DJ Shark because you're a Homer and you want a Jax receiver.
0: Well, it's yeah. it's also it's also the upside. Yeah, I I, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm not trying to like break you down or anything. I'm just saying you you said you wanted the Jags receiver.
0: Yeah, it's I didn't really. I, I mean Brown, he would have been good on my bench, but he's not much value to me because if Todd is as healthy as he says he is, um, then I don't think Brown will get as much of the work that I thought he would to start the year. <laughs> but um, yeah, okay. Just.
1: Cool. Um, all right, let's just get to next trade then. Um, okay, so now we got a bigger one. I'm going to throw in actually two trades together. I'm going to throw in the Ebron trade as well, just because it's, I guess you can, like it's the same teams. So um, Nathan received Robert Woods, Leonard Fournette, and Eric Ebron for, and he got rid of Travis Kelsey, James White, Sterling Shepard, Hunter Renfro, and his first round pick. So, at first, this trade looked like trash for uh, Skinny Pete. Still and it loves. still kind of does, because I don't think Eric Ebron is going to be that great. His, uh, like, he, uh, oh, I can't even think of the word. Like, the amount of touchdowns he got last year, there's no way he's going to sustain like that.
2: 15?
1: It was 14 or something. Like, it was something like that. There's no way he's going to get that. Especially with Devin Funches there now, because they're, like, they're basically the same person playing different positions. But, um... Yeah, Robert Woods, Leonard Fournette, great players. I'll try and trade for them. but And I guess you can throw an Eric Ebron as well. But uh, definitely not worth the value that you gave up. I think the really big kicker is your first-round pick. Um, and I think we can all agree on that. That first-round pick is probably not trying to call you out or anything, but that first-round pick is probably going to be worth a top three pick.
3: Major call-out.
1: Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think we can all agree that it's As, of, as be- of
3: right now, yeah.
1: As of right now. But you never know. As I mean – it things change, so uh, that's my take on it. I think Big Poppy Bueno still wins this trade, even with the Ebron trade that happens after. Because honestly, I think Hunter Renfro is gonna be pretty good. Um, he's or good not. in college, and he's a great slot receiver. And they don't have one in Oakland. And they kind of the reports are saying that he's basically got that slot uh, that spot locked down. But anything from y'all? Uh,
0: Hunter Renfro is tiny. I hope he bulks off a little bit more, but he is. He's like D.D. Westbrook, but I mean... Okay, well, let's say if, if he's like D.D. Westbrook, let's replace... Well, I'm not talking about like the, like the talent. I don't know if he's good as D.D. Westbrook. I think he's probably... Well, I don't know. He's been good, I think. Well, because, I mean, he he's a walk-on you're from Clemson.
3: About, You're talking about how small he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: I'm talking about. Yeah. The, the size. I mean, he, the- he fits that sneaky slot receiver kind of position,
2: yeah. but. <clears throat> So what do you all think on the trade, though? Um... I agree that Nathan probably gave up too much. I think that first round pick was definitely uh, too much to give up in that trade, and I think Big Poppy Bueno actually helped his team out a lot with this one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a first.
0: <laughs> I think. Um, uh, I mean, Nathan giving up uh, a lot of uh, a lot of really good players. Um, mostly, that first round pick is what really hurt him because uh, that's I mean if he really wants to make sure that his uh, that that his uh, pick wasn't going to be good then he would make his team better but I mean this trade didn't really help him out so I mean it kind of made that first round pick even better uh, but maybe he turns it around but um, Robert Woods he's a great player uh, on a very high power offense uh, Leonard Fournette he's a great player um, as you can see, I already have him. So, uh, <laughs> talk about betray, that later. But uh, Kelsey, giving up Kelsey—that's a, that's a big one. Like he mm-hmm. is, yeah, he's he's probably a top ten. Like he's a top ten receiver. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I would say. And uh, James White, uh, considering he's not a terrible running back, um, he will still be the third down back for Patriots. He will still but get that, the targets. Yeah, Well, because their wide receivers are um, not doing so well. Their tight ends are not doing so well. So you think maybe Tom Brady will try to get him the ball. I,
1: I think James White is easily locked
0: in at least the wide receiver too. I think you, you could probably think that since they have so many backs, they'll, they'll move James White out maybe wide to uh, catch some passes because of it. Yeah, because, I mean, they don't really – their options right now are pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone getting hurt yeah um, and uh, Gronk being gone so mm-hmm. yeah
3: alright and if I had to rate this trade real quick I'd give this trade a B plus for Noah and a D for Nate
1: okay we're doing no more grades off of that because <laughs> <laughs> your grades make no sense to me sometimes alright uh, I do agree though like I think Nathan definitely lost the trade, and I think we all agree with that. But okay, let's switch over to the next trade. It was between me and Hairline Bros. Um, so I was able to receive Adam Thelion, Chris Carson, and Calvin Ridley, and I gave up Melvin Gordon, Joe Mixon, and Dante Pettis. So honestly, I kinda, in a way, I kinda think I lost this trade, but in the same time, I don't. So let me explain that. So. He definitely got two, like, stud running backs. And especially if Melvin signs earlier, that's going to be a benefit for him. But – and I really liked Dante Pettis, and I think I got rid of him at the perfect time while his value was capped because he's definitely kind of on the decline now. I still think he's going to be able to do some stuff. But – and I was able to get Chris Carson at the perfect time because now Chris Carson is just trending up more than just about any other running back right now. And I think he's going to be really talented, even, like, in his, like – his production is going to be great. Even if he's, even if like he is like splitting some time with Rashad Penny, they're gonna like they're guaranteed to run the ball probably thirty times a game. Uh, Adam Thielen, he's been a wide receiver one the last two years. Even if they're gonna run the ball more, he's probably still gonna be wide receiver one back in. And Calvin Ridley, uh, honestly, I think he could be this year's Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, cons- like, and people say, yeah, Julio Jones is the wide receiver one. He's not gonna pass that. Well, of course he's not. But Juju was on the same team with AB last year. And AB was still the wide receiver one. And the thing, Dirk Cutter coming in, they're gonna be passing the ball more than anything. They can't run the ball. They're gonna to try to. They got two offensive linemen in the first round, so that's gonna definitely gonna help. But let's say Devonte Freeman goes down, like their backups are trash. So and they're probably just gonna to want to pass the ball more. You play in the NFC South. These are all like always high scoring games. So I don't know. I think it's gonna make a top three offense probably. And I think Calvin Ridley definitely has a lot of upside. So. But, yeah, I think it's a pretty fair trade, honestly. Uh, Really the main thing for me, though, is I was trying to get uh, six stud receivers so I wouldn't have to worry about it at all. And I, I have a strategy in my mind for what I want to do in the future, and I'm almost there. So, but, yeah, uh, I'm happy with... I, I know I gave up a lot of value, but I'm happy with what I got in return. So, anything? Cameron?
3: I hate this trade. No, but... uh. I like, I like the trade. Speak up. I like the trade. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say what Devin said, how grade minor A and the D, I think Devin got a great trade out of this. But I don't think I got a horrible trade. To me, it depends on if Melvin Gordon signs. Even if he doesn't, I'll be fine. But um, we'll just see. Uh, everyone knows I don't keep my team the way it is. I'll probably change 20 more times before the season starts. I'm just saying the way it is. Um. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. I mean, I think I got a good deal out of it. What do you think,
2: John? Um, the trade's kind of hard to talk about because no one knows what's happening with Melvin Gordon. I mean, obviously, if Melvin signs, it's a <coughs> good value for Cameron. But if he doesn't, then it'll hurt his overall depth this year. Um, I think Gavin got a good trade just because of. This the strategy which everyone saw but the the wide receiver strategy where he's getting stud wide receivers and Calvin Ridley's a, a good breakout candidate this season and Adam Thielen's consistent um on a on a pretty good offense and Chris Carson is like he said trending up now so and they're talking about him catching a lot more balls so uh that could be good for Kevin's team and I think it could benefit Cameron's team too if Melvin plays
0: I I think um I don't know how you can do this trade um with with the thought that uh you're you're not going to keep Melvin for the future uh because you gave up a lot to get Melvin um but you you know it's like if if you are going to keep Melvin keep him for the whole entire year I wouldn't I would not trade him right now because you're not gonna get any, any value out of it but um I feel like Gavin won to trade uh Pettis um with uh, San Fran, uh, there's not many guys that are gonna be stealing targets from Kittle. Um, I think Kittle is gonna be the main, the main guy, and then there's a. the rookies are very talented. Hurd and uh, Heard and Debo. Uh, so it's like Pettis. Is he really gonna work his way in? I hope so, but I mean I don't really know. But uh, Kevin got two great players in Thielen and Ridley. Um, and Carson, because he has Penny, so it kind of helps him out there. So, uh, But giving up Joe is definitely a lot, but you know.
1: Yeah, for me, I think Joe Mixon has great value for Dynasty considering he's only 23. But I just don't like the way, like they have a new coaching staff and that probably should help, but everything's trending down. Yeah, AJ Green's hurt and some people are like, you might get more touches. And I think that does not help the offense in any way. Uh, you already lost your two best, uh, your two best offensive linemen for the Bengals. I just don't want to deal with it, honestly. I didn't want to deal with Melvin Gordon anymore. It was kind of annoying, just like looking at the news, waiting for him to do something. And then I don't know. I honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if Chris Carson does better than Joe Mixon this year. Like I really want it. They just have a better, they have a better team, better offense. They're going to be running the ball a lot more. they if they're winning more, like they're going to be running the ball more. So. I don't know. I don't think, I honestly don't think he will, but I wouldn't be shocked either. So I, don't know. I was kind of just trying to get, like get rid of those two guys and I didn't want to get rid of Dante Pettis. Like kind of sucked for me for like the moment. But after I saw that preseason game, I'm really happy I did. Cause if you're keeping a player in for the whole first half, you like obviously have some questions about him. So I don't know. I'm cool with my team now. I'm very, actually, I'm very happy with my team. So after this trade, anything else guys? Nope, Nope. No. All right, well, let's transition down to the next trade. I think it's a little far down. Uh,
0: Edmonds and Arcega. Yeah. It's Yeah, it's... How long ago? That was just a day
1: ago. This Okay. Okay, cool. Um, Yep, another short trade. Uh, Dave Kittleman and D Sims. Uh, He was able to get, uh, Dave Kittleman was able to get Chase Edmonds for JJ, Arcega, Whiteside. I personally think D-Sims won this just because I think – I mean, let's say David Johnson gets hurt. That's going to be nice for Chase Esmond's value. But I just think J.J. is like – even if he doesn't even do that much this year, I just think he's just like too good a talent. I don't know. And I think that Eagles offense is going to be really good for a while. So I think D-Sims won it pretty simple. But, I mean, they both have value. It's not like a huge trade, so it's not a big deal. More running back uh, depth for uh, Dave Kittleman, more wide receiver depth for uh, D-Sims.
0: Anything? I, I, think it's, um, I think it's about as fair as it could be. Um, JJ, I, I don't think he'll factor in this year, especially with the amount of receiving targets that everybody else will get. You have or you have Alshon, you have Deshaun Jackson, you have Goder, you have Ertz, you have the running backs. It's like, will he really get targets this year? Probably not. Um, if he's good in red zone, probably they will factor him 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 into the uh, red zone packages. But if he doesn't do that, then I don't think he'll. It, barring injury, I don't I don't think he'll get a lot. Um, next year probably would be the best for him. But Edmonds during the trade, I wasn't really thinking about um, Edmonds um, value was even higher now. Um, I kept on read, uh, reading, reading stuff about him, uh, saying how they, they will factor him in in like the third down situations. So he'll be kind of like their third down back um, in a goal line. If the if their offense is going to be as potent as everyone thinks it's going to be, uh, Emmons is be a great player. So yeah, I don't I
1: don't know I, just, I don't know how you can have him as a third down back when you have David Johnson, who's probably the best uh, pass catching back. So I think he's definitely gonna get some work. Because David Johnson, like, that offense is going to be on the field so much. Just looking at that first preseason game, like, they do so many, like, like, dump-off passes that are, like, only, like, 8 to 10 yards probably. So, it's probably going to keep him on the field for a while. So, he's definitely going to be on the field. But, like, David Johnson, he just eats when it comes to pass catching and goal line work. So, I don't know. So, anything else from y'all? Or can we? I'm good.
2: I just think this is, I mean, both high upside for uh, both teams. They're both looking for. Like, Chase Edmonds, if you, if you believe that the Cardinals are going to be that high-flying, high-scoring offense, then Chase Edmonds could be a good stash. And then uh, J.J. wide side obviously is talented, but he's a rookie. So you're just looking for upside in that trade. All right. Um, okay, let's get to the
1: next trade, and this will be our last trade that we talk <laughs> about. Um, this is a big one. So we have Dave Kittleman once again, and we have Skinny Pete. So Dave Kittleman was able to get Robbie Anderson – Jeronimo Allison, Leonard Fournette, and Skinny Pete was able to retrieve Damian Williams, Tyler Lockett in a twenty twenty second. Um, I don't know. So I think this trade is somewhat... I honestly don't know what I think about this trade still because uh, Leonard Fournette and Damian Williams, they, they both have their question marks around them. But I think that Robbie Anderson and Jeronimo Allison are worth more than Tyler Lockett in a twenty twenty second. Uh, even though Tyler Lockett is the number one on this team, there's no way in hell he's gonna be able to keep up that. Uh he was able to get a touchdown on every seven catches. Or is every seven catches or every seven targets. Like that's there's no way you can sustain that. And like him and Russell Wilson's connection, that like it's just like there's no way you can sustain that. And like if they do, that's gonna be like I'd be really shocked. But I honestly think Tyler Lockett and Robbie Anderson have somewhat of the same value. Tyler Lockett's more valuable, but I want to be shocked if Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson has a better year, but um and then, John Allison I just think his upside is he's got a lot of upside right now. He's probably gonna go in as the number two for Green Bay, which I mean we've seen a lot of like look at Devontae Adams in the last couple of years. He was the number two and look what he's doing now. So and honestly that wide receiver core doesn't really show much promise. He, like Equanime St Brown he hasn't done anything. MVS is getting a lot of hype but he didn't even do anything last year either. So we've seen it from John Allison beginning last year. And then, yeah, he gave up a 20-20 for Geronimo Ellison, I guess, in a way. So, And I'd rather take Geronimo Ellison. So. I think uh, Dave Kittleman won this trade, but I don't know. We could see. It could be Skinny Pete winning this trade in the future. So. I'll
3: go. you guys smell that? ACL tear? No, I'm just joking. There's no ACL tear. could it's an Achilles tear coming for Tyler Lockett. I can smell it. DK Metcalf's gonna be the number one soon. Nah, I'm joking, but um, but I don't, I don't think Tyler Lockett's gonna do as good. I think Tyler Lockett's gonna do worse than he did last year. But he's still the number one, so I mean, he's he's gonna get his fair share. And Damien, he did good last year in the games he did play, but.
1: The th- the thing I have an issue with Damien is just we've never seen it from him. He's he had one playoff game where he had like over twenty carries. We have not ne- we haven't seen anything other than that. They're like they keep like could suck. we keep hearing running back by committee, and then like, he's he's going to be the first running back, of course. But I don't know that like I'm sorry, to interrupt, but that's just what I think
3: and, about him. And he might not get really any goal line carries because Carlos Hyde.
0: Well, uh, no, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be that every uh, down back. Uh, stop no, uh,
3: um, and every down back. No way. Huh? No way. No. Okay. And your second, uh, I don't think it's gonna be worth that much. Okay. So, for
2: me, with Damian Williams, I think he's gonna start the season as the number one. I think they'll try and factor in some of their other guys to see what they have and the rookies and younger guys. But I think if Damian Williams, if anything were to happen to him and he were to miss time and some of the younger guys came in into that system and started taking over the early down work that, that they could show that the coaches promise and that might hurt Damian Williams' value, but that's, of course, banking on injury or anything like that, and it's hard to play fantasy football when you're hoping for injury or anything like that. So uh, overall, I think it was a pretty fair trade. I think now that Bailey has both John miles and MVS from the Green Bay backfield. Um, Why receiver she record? Right, not not that <laughs> uh, That one of them. I, I mean, the Green Bay's number two is gonna produce, so he he he's gonna have one of them producing. And at the start of the season, it might be difficult to see who to play, or might even just play both. But I think as the season progresses, he'll know who's gonna be the number two, and they'll produce. So
0: cool. Yeah. I think uh, this trade. Um, I think, but like with Kansas City, I mean, you could. Put anybody in at running back and they would produce. You could put a homeless guy in at running back and he'd freaking your...
3: crackhead.
0: Yeah, you could. You could. Uh, that's like that's what they're saying about colors hot if he's if he's crackhead. inserted hot in crackhead. But I'm saying he's he hasn't really produced and like I mean with with uh, with the Browns you could see he had a million carries and he wasn't running good, but he got the goal line work and he was eating. So it's, but he's on a better offense now. So it's like, if, if yes, if Damien, Damien does miss some time, then, uh, Carlos Hyde and Darwin, uh, Darwin will definitely get, get the, uh, snaps. Um, and they won't, they, they, they definitely won't rush Damien back. If they don't, they don't see enough out of Damien, they definitely won't rush him back. But that's why I, um, was pushing for this trade. Uh, Leonard does have a lot of, uh, question marks, um, there was just uh, a lot of hype coming out of Jacksonville from, from him, saying how he's been even better. He's looked great. So um, I, there's nobody really behind him that I see getting many targets uh, because they are saying that they will try to factor him in the passing game a little bit more because Alfred Blue um, and Rykel, uh I don't think they'll be pushing him. I thought before the season, uh, uh, before training camp, it, it there would be more reports, but Raquel has been uh, hurt with the hammy, and he's been slow to get back. And uh, Albert Blue isn't that same back. Uh, I don't think he's even. <laughs> he's never been a really good back. Yeah, so he he it's he's like, he's been, like the I don't know. But I mean, I I definitely like getting uh, Robbie and Geronimo for Lock in a second. I I absolutely love that. So
1: cool. Um.
0: All right. So we're done talking about trades
1: uh we're gonna do what we did last week again we're gonna do our uh, garbage can pick of the week and then our glory pick of the week um i know john's already got his so if you want to
2: yeah my uh garbage can pick of the week has got to be austin tyler's uh little jordan humphrey pickup <laughs> <In> the drop...
1: <laughs> just the name itself yeah uh,
2: drop of uh Allen. um you know little jordan humphrey had uh, some good catches in the preseason game but uh Uh, I don't know about that one, Um, and then it's hard to pick a glory pick of the week because they're all pretty bad. Yeah, the waiver wire is pretty bare. Um, Glory. You don't have
1: to have one if they're all bad. You do not have to have one.
2: I mean, (laughs) I think I think Ty Johnson's an okay stash. (laughs) That's gonna be my
1: garbage pick of the week. But but there's (laughs) there's
2: literally nothing. Literally isn't.
3: Uh, my glory drop of the week I'm going to put that Is Dante Foreman
2: okay.
1: Deontay Foreman
3: Deontay, whatever This man's throwing punches in practice I mean <laughs> <laughs> Is he really? Yeah He's going yeah, to be thrown off the team I swear Like this man, this man's a walking ACL um, And my trash can pick of the week Time on Gummer's good That wasn't your trash can pick of the week? No That wasn't What? And what was that? Actually, no. It's Mike Boone. I was thinking about it, and then I realized. Did you see like,
1: Mike Boone in his preseason game? Yeah, I mean, he had a really good game. He
3: gets a four string. So did little Jordan Humphrey, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I mean, knew. what are you supposed to pick up? I mean, that's the thing. Dwayne Haskins. I can say the dollar? same. I can say the same for garbage can figure the week for Dwayne Haskins. He's got a it. dollar. <laughs> he's going to get third and fourth strings, and he's throwing two picks <laughs>
3: and <laughs> but, pick six. But, I'm, I'm not going to be starting him. He's my third quarterback. I mean, yeah, yeah. And it's up. to the same and linebacker. He, and too, and, and, so and, and like, he's, he's a rookie, <laughs> so. Uh.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, my glory pick. I mean, uh, goodness gracious. I I got one. If you don't, uh, glory pick, um. I would say the J.J. Nelson for Antonio Collie, but I dropped him, so that that wouldn't be Glory because I don't have him on my team anymore, but um, uh, I don't really have one. I mean, I've picked up some sleeper guys that I think last week, um, but I don't really have a sleeper pick. Uh, I do have a garbage one. Uh, Let me scroll back down. Uh, Garbage pick of the week. Um, Honestly... Uh, I no, I only have one. I dropped into Calloway. That's that's all I really need. I mean, I that dude's had so many second chances. Man, smoking weed on the daily. Shows up a can Overweight. Literally cannot beat out Rashard Higgins. Oh okay, yeah, Rashard Higgins, Higgins is N- good. Nah, 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 nah. He is not good. even that. He can't even beat out the second and third stringers. So, I don't think he'll be on the team by week four. I can guarantee Okay. My, yeah,
1: I was about to say, my garbage can pick of the week is definitely Antonio Callaway. Um, yeah, this dude. I would, not, I would not be shocked if he's off the team pretty soon. you will probably go to the Chiefs because we pick up every thug. And then, um mm-hmm. glory pick of the week. I'm not going to lie. I hate doing this, but I'm going to go with my pick of Ty Montgomery. I think he's not that talented. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> he just isn't. Drop. But... Um, I mean, he's the backup for the Jets. I mean, they like the first drive uh, for preseason, uh, he was going. And he actually looked pretty good in the offense. Uh, and the other running backs, Elijah McGuire and all those other garbage cans, they weren't doing anything at all. So, um I don't know. That's my go-to pick the week. There really isn't much glory on the waiver wire, though.
0: As we speak, Antonio Cali just, <laughs> just got dropped again. <laughs> so uh, it's a good time.
1: There we go. Okay. Actually, I'm going to add in one more thing as well. Um, so what, we're, what I'm going to do is looking at week one, I want you all to pick one matchup where you g- guarantee that like, you put your money on it. That this person's gonna win or lose. I have
2: mine.
1: <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> that was quick. Oh, alright, okay, no, no, you no, better, no. You no, not. No, say no. okay. It's <laughs> you know uh, okay. too easy. Uh, uh, okay, break... Big Poppy Bueno is not allowed. Oh, yeah, okay. Big all Poppy Bueno right, is right, not allowed. Alright, alright. All that we'll matchup, that match, actually, that. Ah, okay, no. that That's matchup. <laughs> we'll spare him this time. That matchup is not allowed, okay?
0: Um, hmm. Then I don't want to go first. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, all right, all right, all right. This one, this one's going to hurt the soul. This one's going to hurt the family. This is going to tear some people <laughs> apart. Uh, nice. I think uh, Captain D's. Yeah. When, uh,
3: when did you put my freaking face into your thing?
0: I did that earlier. We were talking. Captain, Captain D's is going to beat Mr. Pat. Um, this one, this one's definitely going to hurt because they're going to be here for it. Um, they're going <laughs> to be looking at each other dead in the eyes. Uh. I don't know if Gavin's gonna be allowed to come back home, but uh this one's this one's gonna hurt. Um I think I could bet money on it. Uh Mr. Pat rocking with um oh. Matt Rita. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I, I don't I, you should not be rocking it, with Matthew. Matt uh, let
1: Brita. me say that. if Zeke does come back though before the season starts, I think it's gonna be a lot clear. I yeah, I honestly yeah, think, yeah, yeah, I honestly yeah, think his yeah, team's gonna be yeah. a top six team if Zeke comes back. Yeah. But if Zeke's not there, I kinda Matt agree. Brita, I mean Burrito? He, he, yeah, he's good when he plays. But I mean, shoot, like, <laughs> who knows when he plays? Is play? he gonna play? Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. All right. Mm. You got one, Cam?
3: Yeah, mine's gonna be Hairline Bros. I think he's gonna win. <laughs> so pick, you already
1: picked your own team. I picked my own team. <laughs> All, All right. right.
3: Is it? Who's it? Who are you comparing it to? Like, who
1: are you, who are you us? playing against?
3: Austin Tyler, mm. ninety. Mm. I I think I think he's a garbage can. I think he's gonna loot. No, I think it's gonna be close, but I think I'm gonna win. Fire! (laughs) Uh,
2: If I had to put my money on anyone, it'll be me. I think it has to be Raging Ginger against Devin Sim. You think? (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Devin. (laughs) I mean, just the backfield of Christian McCaffrey, Todd Gurley, and Marlon Mack. And then Stephon Diggs and Mike Williams is your one and two. I don't know. I think he's going to win.
3: I can smell the trash truck coming off his mouth right now. Devin, he's like, what the No hell offense, Devin. I, I can smell the trash
1: All right. Track. So I'm going to go with one as well. This is kind of tough, honestly. Don't do skinny peas. <laughs> Here we go. Marley Sharp oh, is gonna beat Skinny Pete. Oh P.
3: no! Yeah. This is so <laughs> we
1: did th- We did I mean, y'all oh. picked the three easiest ones. Is I didn't want to just say John I or brother. Bailey. I, I kind of want to talk. I mean, I don't know. I kind of just want to go with this one. I, I could be completely wrong, honestly, but I don't know. I think honestly, I think Mark Ingram could eat week one because they, you know, who they play against, the Dolphins. Brian? So the yep, body they body play body against body the Dolphins. They're gonna be slapping them. They're going to be running. Mark Ingram could be like a top five running back after week one. Derrick Henry, he'll, he'll get his touch. Austin Eckler against Indy, that's going to be a high scoring game. <laughs> Especially with okay. Michael Thomas against Houston, that'll be a high scoring game. AB, he's going he's gonna to get his points. <sighs> Tyler Boyd, <laughs> Marquise Brown <laughs> against the saying? Dolphins. Uh, Vance Dance against New England. Uh, uh, Vance, no, Vance though, hold up. I know, he's
3: going to be raw. Hey Nathan, your team's trash. Garbage can pick of the week is always gonna be you. <laughs> no, I'm
1: sorry, Skinny Pete, that you're taking all this.
0: No, I, I, I just, oh, I, mm, no. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be really close. I it's gonna be a very, James very. very
1: oh, I think it is too. I mean, I wasn't gonna go. I didn't want to go with y'all's.
0: Because uh, well, I,
1: I, I think John's gonna win. But, well. I mean. And I, I don't know. I kind of think we all think that, even Bailey does. Bailey, do you think your team can beat John? I mean, I
0: mean it can,
1: but do you think it will?
0: Do I think it will? Um, I, I honestly don't
3: even know. <laughs> it, I don't know. I don't know. Bailey's got the number one hundred rated. Uh, he's number one for week one, best team. So that is by uh, Fantasy
0: Pros, and I don't know how they came up with that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they got. And John's
3: top. number two, and I'm number three.
0: But I mean, oh. I, uh, two of the best teams in the league going up against each other in week one. So hey, who
3: who's saying you? You're the best.
0: I didn't say I was the best. I said two of the best. I'm just joking. Okay. Guys. All right. Sounds good. Um, great <laughs> podcast, guys. Um,
1: thanks for listening, guys. Uh, it was fun as always. We'll be doing it every Thursday. Like we, oh well, we post every Friday, but we record every Thursday, and we really enjoy it. Uh, hoping that we can get another special guest on the show next week. Uh, probably be a different format because me and John will be moved into our new apartment. He's a guest. So. <laughs> But yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're looking forward to the football season starting. Preseason games start tonight, mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to that. Yeah. So. And
0: um, P- Nathan, your trash. Oh, and and B- before we close, I want to make sure everybody uh, donates to our wiki page. <laughs> uh, we've been working really hard. It's uh,
2: called the Fantasy Foot Fetishes.
0: Yes. Uh, all we need is a dollar each day for the next year. The fantasy we'll footballs. Fu- we'll
2: be fully funded.
1: Bro. Yes. <laughs> so
0: we'll have everything.
1: Alrighty. Just it was fun. Uh, anything. Else from you guys, I love y'all,
0: Devin. I love you. Don't don't yeah. take everything. So. Don't be salty, Nathan.
3: Yeah. And Devin, Devin, do I'm just kidding. Don't be salty, and uh, Nathan, you're no your heart. I
0: family. want Nick Remember <laughs> <laughs> Pat, I didn't mean nothing by <laughs> that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eba, Eba. We play every day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Come <laughs> suck.
1: Y'all have a great week. Looking forward to it.